Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, you're very pensive, mate. What's on your mind? Mick, I've been thinking all day. Why is the motto of our show, well, not the motto, but why is the rule of our show, we have to drive the cars that we, you know, we talk about? Because we want enjoyment. But I'm thinking, I sometimes get enjoyment by just collecting them and having them there. Well, but just you, seeing them, I'm happy to just sit in them sometimes. Well, likewise, when we drove the uh, well, when I drove the 250 Lusso, you were happy just to to be in it. Correct. But I was happy just to see it in the flesh, be able to sit in it, and not even go for a drive. Yeah, see, I'm not like I really want to drive the things. Well, I don't know what's the right and wrong. Well, well I don't think there's any right or wrong. I've got just a matter of enjoyment out of sitting in it in the passenger seat as you did driving it now. The only question I can't answer, oh, what does it drive like? Oh, I don't know. I know what it feels like to be driven in it. Yeah. But some of these cars, wouldn't you just be happy to be in them? When I say just to be in them, the not Enzo, really. Not the Enzo really. Ferrari, the La Ferrari. Not really. You know, we're going to see most probably a La Ferrari this weekend, right? Yep, or and the 599 GTO, a real one. So I went, there you go. FXX, so, by the way. FXX, correct. So I went in that already. I've been in that around the track. And, mate, for me it was great. Well, I don't think I need to drive it. Well, it, it's strange that you say that, but if I go in it like that, like when we went in the M2 or whatever, I don't feel the same unless I'm driving it. I said, look, we're all talking about enjoyment of the cars. Don't get me wrong. But I tell you what, I, go, I don't get to drive my car every day, as you know. I don't drive the Ferrari every day. But the fact that I know that I own it and I see it and I look at it every day when I leave the garage, come home at night, I'm happy. Yeah, but it's... It's, you're also happy because you know you can drive it if you want to. Yeah, correct. But the LaFerrari or whatever that you may be able to sit in, you know you can't drive it. So you're probably, you know, you're just as comfortable not being able to drive it. But I think, I think you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah, that's and let true. Me ex- let me explain why. So we know the owner of the LaFerrari. Now, if we go in there without the inkling of even being able to ever drive that car, and he does say, Mick, Ori, do you guys want to take it around the track for a lap? I'll say yes for sure. Absolutely. But we're not going with that expectation. You're going with, I have to drive it. No. When I go to something like that, I'm expecting not to be able to drive it. Yeah, but deep down, however, you are expecting to drive it. However, if he wants to come on the show, that's right. Mick, then the rule is I've got to drive it. Yeah, but I'm saying if sometimes he may not be able to. Look, um, there's, a, there's a motorbike collection that we're going to do of cafe races. The guy, I'm just happy to see his collection. We're not going to ride his bikes. See, for me, I would actually like to ride a bike. Right. I would like to you ride his bike. know how to ride a I do know a how motor to ride bike. a bike. I do know how to ride not a, a bike. Not a push bike. Now, with, yeah, <laughs> if it's got a motor, actually, the, driving a, a motorbike, I can. Long as riding they're not too a big, motorbike. Riding, sorry, not driving one. Riding a motorbike, as long as... You know, it's not too big. So, like, the 900ccs, the 1000ccs are way too big for me to be able to just, you know, sort of hold them upright. Yeah, but, but it's like MV Augusta, like Mario's no MV Augusta. No. I'd love to own one. I actually want to own one. Well, but I would put it on the spot. That's right. And I'm, I own Vespas. I never never rode. I bought two Vespas, and I, one I rode, but the a brand new one never, ever rode. It got delivered on the truck to my house. I pushed it inside, put it in my living room. And it stayed there for three years. And you had no inkling to, to ride it? No. Nope. No. Nope. Never, ever took it for a ride. Not once. See. Even but the day I sold it, got it ready to sell, the guy goes, how many kilometres? I said, mate, have a look. It had eight kilometres on it. 
and that and was I, delivery kilometers. Yep, and I I loved it. I love that uh, that Vespa. It was a nine four six Vespa, Piaggio, the limited edition one that they released. I mean, for me, as 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 was said before, I love to drive them. I want to drive the cars. Yeah, but why? At, well, that's where I get my enjoyment. Because yeah, what, what are you looking have, for? I used to have a book of all the different cars and engine sizes that I drove as a kid. As right. you know, yeah. but well, I'm more and more. Being in this, I won't call it industry, but, you know, being an enthusiast, I can see other people's point of view. Like I can actually see and understand your point of view. For example, the ones that are taking their cars for shows and they are trailer queens. So they concourse. Yep. Uh, but I'm starting to understand why they do that. And often it's also because that's not their only car. Yeah. They have got. I won't say – I'll say similar, but they've got another car that they can get their enjoyment out. They don't need to drive that. Yeah. So, for example, when my Dino's ready, and I hope that it's, you know, as good as I think it's you know, going to be. be, but I also want it to be able to drive it and know that it's as good as it can be, like when we drove the 246 Dino. That yeah. was immaculate, you know, every, the suspension was good, everything was good. You know, okay, the yeah. tyres might have needed uh, replacing. So I'm hoping that when I have my Dino ready, that it drives well and I enjoy driving it. However, in saying that, you know, if I take it to the first show that I'm, hopefully I'm going to get to take it to Motor Classica, that's going to go in the trailer to take it there. Yeah, I understand that. But for me, what I'm saying is that's your car, right? And I've been with that car now for over – how long? How long have we known each other you've owned that car? Over 10 years I've seen you with that car. Uh, right? 2019 I bought it. 19? What are you talking 16, about? 16, sorry. 16. 2016. 16, yeah, 16 my apologies. so is six years. Six years? You've had it longer than six years. No. That, what are you talking about? The blue one. 13. 2013. So, yes. thank you. Seven, nine years I've been with that car. I am going to get just – I am so excited just to see it finished. To be able to go, if I never, I won't even ask you, Mick, can I drive it? I'm actually happy just to be able to go in it with you. Well, and, I'll, and I will be ecstatic. Well, see, that's a little bit different for me. I would like you to drive it. No, and I say thank you, and I will, you know, absolutely take you up on the offer. But what I'm saying is, if that offer never came, I would still be so excited to see this project finished and be going it in an, this condition. I'll, I'll, if that's ticked, ticked it off for me. I'm happy. And as I was saying, sitting in that Brabham in you know, our mate's collection, I loved it. I sat yeah, in the Brabham. See, I great. sat in it and I didn't You ha- wanted to drive it. I wanted to drive it. Yeah. Oh. So I wanted to sit in there just to see how it feels and getting in. I couldn't believe how light the door was. But anyway, uh, I thought it was just going to fall off uh, how, light, uh, how light it was. Well, his wife was worried uh, we were going to rip it off too because yeah, she was holding true. it up. She was holding it just in case. Uh, but – for me, I really wanted, you know, I would really have loved to have driven it. Driven it. Driven it. Like any of the open wheelers or the F1 car. And uh, we owned an F1 car. I'd be happy just to own one. There you go. And have it on display. I'd, happy to, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I don't know. I just I find that a little bit strange. But more and more I can see how people do like that, especially if they, you know, they've got to have more than one car. It's no different than we talk about a painting. You enjoy it for what it is and yeah, yeah, appreciate it, you know. But I'm starting to understand where they're coming from now. But 
Because I agree, I was a bit like you. What do you want this stuff for? You don't enjoy it, but maybe you, maybe they actually enjoying it more than we enjoy them driving them. Yeah, but people have got to understand where you come from. As in, some of the things you've got, you've got doubles of things, and one's in a box, and you haven't even opened the box. Yeah, correct. I've got books unopened still with plastic on it, so I'll read your copy. That's why I always buy two: one for you, one for me. We'll read yours. One to wear and one to drag. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's a completely different scenario that I would never have thought of. But why is that? But why? But is that wrong? No, I don't, as I said, I don't think it's a right and wrong, but it's it's really what you enjoy or you just knowing that you've got one that is immaculate condition. It's, it's untouched, it's in the box. You hope it's in the box because you've never opened it. I've never it, opened the box, you know. But if you look at the car side of things, there are many, many people that don't drive their cars. It's, okay, so let's go to the other beautiful collection we went, the private collection. We had that uh, Commodore that had just come off the – it's still off the – straight off the line. Yeah. And all the plastic still on. All the plastic. He's never driven that car. That's not only his that, collection. Not only that, his, that Commodore that he got, that wasn't even delivered. Yeah. That didn't even go to a showroom. So he got it straight from the factory. Yeah, straight from delivered. the factory. So that is untouched completely. Now, now, I don't know how good it's going to be for not starting it up, not moving it, not the oil's not I – don't, I don't know. I don't, you know, that's – you know, we've talked about that before, but my understanding is you should, should drive them, should make sure the fluids you yeah, know, get but, lubricated. Because I'm saying we're, we're going to go to Melbourne in a couple of weeks to Motor Classica. We're going to do a podcast from uh, Dutton Garage. Yep. Right? We're Dutton gonna go, Garage, fantastic. We're going we're gonna to be able to – I know – They'll let us sit in some of those unbelievable cars. For me, that would be a dream car. Mate, I, sit in the P1, sit in an Enzo, sit in a, a, a Pagani. Oh, for me, I would be – because I know we're never going to be able to drive those. Yet. Yet. Well, one day, you never say never. You never know. You, you might never be say able never. To. But I'm saying at the moment we're going there and I don't even know if they actually – I've already see. I've already ruined it because I said oh, hopefully they let us sit in it. Because now if they don't sit in it, in my head, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah, well, naturally, anything you look forward to and it doesn't go to fruition, you get annoyed. So, but just being able to talk, see them in real life, I get excitement out of them. Uh, I suppose if I looked at, um, for example, if I saw a 250 GTO in real life, I would certainly get very, very excited about it. I mean, I would also know that I wouldn't be able to drive it. Right. However... If that did come, fantastic. No, but my thought would be, how can I possibly win that person over to let me drive it? Yeah. No, no, I get that. I, I get just, that. I just like to, to drive it. I just wanted to see how it feels, how it, how I can turn around a corner and, and also check my ability. Naturally, I don't push it to that amount. But what but happens, what happens in, see, I appreciate it and love it and I've seen it and maybe sat in it, great. But what happens if you drive it and you say, you know what, I actually didn't drive to what I thought it would do. Then do you ha- do you dislike that car now? Yes. And so that's it. So you so you could, dislike you it, could risk disliking a 250 GTO. No, well, I don't think so. And what happens is- You never know. We've talked about it before and I've said it before. The thing is with driving, a, you know, we say, have you driven that? Is that any good or not any good? Now, to check whether it's any good or not- You've got to do it. You've Not only have you got to do it, but you've got to get- a decent example of that. So it's not fair to drive one that the suspension's sloppy or yeah. the P1 
power, the, the steering doesn't work properly or the brakes don't work properly or it misses a beat when, on you know, yeah. piston number yeah. seven. So, you know, when you're not driving a brand new car, you've got to hope that the car that you do get, like, for example, we drove the GTR XU1. We know, I know that that was a good one. Yeah, I didn't drive it and I was happy with that. I didn't drive that Tirana. No, you didn't drive that. There's a few that you haven't. The driven. Porsche 930 Turbo. I didn't drive it. I was having to be in. Yeah, it. but you were sitting in the back seat. You were very. Well, my neck. I couldn't get my neck out. But oh, I was happy with that. So you know, you say is it a good one? Is it not a good one? I don't know. I think you may set yourself up. Let's let's go. If we talked, which we did, to our mate Adrian, who when I said two four six Dino two four six two four six two four, he has. I had one. I sent it back because he didn't like it. The worst thing he's ever driven. Now, you and I walked away from that conversation. We, now we have to drive one. That's right, because we're thinking, could he be right? Right. And he was completely wrong, and when I see him, I'll tell him. But the man is seven foot five. Yeah, and that makes a difference too. So you, these, the car's got to suit your physique. Correct. You know, he hasn't no got point. an Italian body. No, he definitely hasn't. He's, and way too big for the, the 246. And the 246 was very comfortable for both of us. Yes, correct. Uh, no problem about that at all. Now- He's got a 599 GTO, different story. Yeah. He could sit in there and be very comfortable, although in saying that, he, you know, I mean, the racing seats might be a bit tight, but you can get ones to suit suit what you've got. But, you know, in terms of not driving something, uh, there are, as we said before, there's a lot of people that will just take them to show. So they'll go from show to show in a trailer, in a trailer. An enclosed trailer, and away you go. And they'll get their enjoyment – out of showing their car, which at least it's good that they show their car, not leave it in their garage at home and no one can appreciate or see the cars. And also win trophies and appreciate winning a trophy and best of state, best of, you know, the the nation, best in the world. Pebble Beach, Pebble Beach, have a look at Pebble Beach. But they drive them there. They drive them there. Yeah. Now some get delivered in trucks, I reckon. Well, I think... And I don't know the rules, but to be judged in concourse, the car's got to drive in. Drive in and drive out. Yeah, so it's at least they they do have to know that it drives. It's not just starting. You know, it's not a prototype with a, you know, dummy engine in there or something. Now, that's a great, you know, great example. Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach would have every car you and I have ever dreamt of owning, seeing, driving. More. And more. Right? Cars that with. I would just be happy, and we've said it on this show before, just to go, walk around Pebble Beach for the week and see the cars. When you put it that way, I would love to do that. That would I've be always, for me a bucket list moment. Yeah, yeah, for me, I'd love to do that as well. But in the back of my mind, in ones particularly that I, I really liked or whatever, I would be saying I'd love to drive that, not just see it. Yeah, but that's fine. But you don't appreciate it any less or do you? No, probably don't appreciate it any less. Uh, but you might appreciate it less when you're driving and it doesn't live up to your expectations, That's what like you said. So for me, I'm happy just – there's a list of cars that we want to do, see this and that. Some, How many times have you said driver? So I'm not interested. Okay. Okay, I'll give you an example. The Lamborghini Mirror. That I want to drive. You want to drive that. I Why can't to- you just look at it? I do, but, I, but I'm happy – I'm happy just to look at it, and I have. I've looked at it for how many years now? I love that car. But wouldn't you want to drive it? I'd like to drive it, but if I never got the opportunity to drive it, I still would love to own one. If they said you could own one. But not drive it. You're not allowed to drive it, though. You could own it. 
You have it. It's at your house. It's on display. Do what you want, but you can never drive it. Okay. Well, I wouldn't you, want that. I would be happy. I, with I would not want it. That, a Lamborghini Mirror. No, I would not want it that I wouldn't be able to drive it. Now, if you say, well, hang on, this is um, – if I had a different attitude as it's only an investment, it can only be an investment. Mm-hmm. So then it's a little bit different. Then if you're not allowed to drive it, you're not allowed to drive it, but – Oh, that's rules. That's different. That, that's investment rules. Uh, okay. Superannuation so, rules. How and we don't do. like that. I'm not talking about that. Okay. We're talking about Mick. You can. What's your dream car? 250 GDO. Well, I'm going to give you one. I'm going to buy one for GDB. Okay. I'm going to buy you one, but you're not allowed to drive. No, nah, I won't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I want to. Yeah. I want to be able to drive it. So on a Sunday morning or whatever, and it's a nice day. I want to just take it for a squirt. I'm happy. Just. I'm happy. Start it up. Take it for a squirt. What? It, it's I'll let you start it up. You're just not allowed to drive it. No, not happy with that. You're not allowed to move it. No, I'm not happy with that at all. I would be. No. Yeah. I would be seeing. But a lot of people look. A lot of people don't don't drive them. We know. You know. We got two hands full of people that will will not drive their cars. Yeah. Uh, but I think I'm starting to understand where they're coming from. I don't know if it's right or wrong. I don't know. I, mean, I think, like you said, everyone to their own, each to their own. What you get out of a piece of art, what you get out of owning a vehicle, what, whatever it is you own or buy or collect or are passionate about, I get that. Yeah, but it's also the I, cars were built for a purpose, all right? They were built to be driven as transport or as uh, yeah, but, whatever it was for. Yeah, I know that. I know that. A I painting's get, different. You know, a painting, yeah, put up on the wall and appreciate it. That's fine. But I've got – so, you see, I look at it different. I look at it because I collect watches and I collect wine and all that stuff. I'm buying wine that I know I'm never going to drink. Wine was made to be drunk. But I've bought it. And I'm not, just to know I own that bottle of wine, I'm happy. Yeah, that's not me. Right? Now, if I get to one day taste that wine, which I've been lucky enough to taste a lot of the stuff I've got in my collection anyhow, I'm happy with that. I'll be even more happy if I can taste it. That's great. But otherwise, just owning it. I've got watches I've never worn. Brand new in box with plastic still on it. I'm just happy to know that I own it. What's wrong with that? <laughs> well, that does <laughs> make me laugh because I, I, I really, you know, I can't fathom that. I really... so that's what I'm saying. I'm really happy to have a car collection and know that I own that car collection. But I was thinking about it the other night. If I bought the Dino 246, which I need to talk to you about, Separately, because I think I'm slowly convincing Annie Rosa. Oh, right. I said, Rosa, what are we going to do with this? The argument came. I said, the discussion came. I said, what should I do? Let's be honest here. She goes, what are you talking about? I said, the car. Do I sell the 360 and this will just be the only one? That's the one I've always wanted anyhow, and that's the only one. But I don't know if I would drive it. I think I would. Well, I'll drive it for but, you. Yeah, I know you would, but no, I'll invite you. You would drive it. Right, so... My thing is, but if I keep keep the three sixty, and then I haven't got because if I own the Dino and the three sixty, I'm thinking to myself, I might not drive the Dino as often because no. I've got something else. Like and, you say to your point, and that I agree with, and that's fair enough because you know you might not want to do as many kilometers or whatever. And when you go in it, it's something special. Yeah, it's like your the suit that you might only wear once a year. It's right. You know, so that's a special suit. I'm not going to wear it to work every day. So when I put it on, I'm going to enjoy it. And the same with same with the 246. If you had the 246 and the 360, the 360 you were driving on a track. They're do, different. Do, you do, do, I think you'd enjoy both uh, of them also. But if, if space permits, let's just say, and we know my garage is small, if space permits, I'll say, no, I only can have one. I'm now thinking, and I said I would never sell the 360, so it's an interesting thought. 
I said, I might have to sell the 360 to put the Dino in. No, I don't think you can do that. Well, this is what, see, this is what's keeping me what, up at night. No, you can't, you can't do that. Uh, and that's my opinion, of course. But oh. what it is, is if you only had the 246, some of the things that you would normally do in your 360, you won't do in your 246. But I've done them. Yeah, you've done them. But if you want another, do it again with another time, another function, another situation, oh. a celebration of something. Let, let's talk about track day. Track day. I've done the track day. If I don't do another track day in any other car, I'm happy. I'm happy now to go to the bed and watch cars go around. The fact that I've gone around in my car, I don't need to drive another car on the track. I'm happy. Yeah, well, I want to drive. So uh-huh. when I go... Yeah, so that's what I, I'm I saying. For- so you, you say you're not going to use it, but... Sorry, I'll cut you off. You look forward to what? Well, I look forward to going on the track day and use, and not necessarily to get my best times. No, no, no. But, you know, it's not, not necessarily about that. And even if you... Even if, for example, when I get my, you know, my GT4 on the road, the one that's going to be, you know, fully restored sort of thing, I would still want to take that on the track. I want to see, well, at least once to to see and feel how it drives around that track. You have to be that's, that I understand. I get you know, that, and not necessarily to get the best lap time. No, but the beauty on that one is you can compare that car of how it was when you purchased it. So now that you've restored it. Correct. So that's a comparison drive. That's completely different. All right. So, for example, you're talking about your 246. The 246 that we've drove, we know that was a good car, as in immaculate. Yeah, immaculate car. So, if you bought one that wasn't like that, would you feel the same? Yes. You'd feel the same? I think I would. Because the shape of the car, the fact of owning that car, would I want to get it to that perfection? Yes. Yeah, you probably and that's would a do. journey, right? But I think yes, because I want the car. I don't know what level of car I want, but I want the car. Once you've got the car, then you can decide. It's like the 360 we bought. Was it is it immaculate? It was a gr- best condition car that we found at that time. It ticked all the boxes and I got the car. And then we we've tweaked, tweaked it, yeah. Right? So I'm um, yes, to answer your question, yes. Okay. So when we go to Motor Classica, yeah. All right, which is uh, not too far away. We'll see all these cars. You've never been to Motor Classica? No. No. I've been a few times and it's an unbelievable show. So it's probably, you know, it's, let's say it's equivalent to the Pebble Beach of Australia, I suppose. Yep. I don't know. Now, when you go and see those cars, you'll end up getting a different, different mindset about how good you want your car. Because you see these cars in there and you think, far out. That's yeah, there is, but that's why we're putting your Dino in. Yeah, we'll see. Because, I agree, it's immaculate. It will never be as good as that day it's finished. That's correct. And that's why they say it's never going to be as original as it when it came out of came the factory. Came out of the factory, 100%. Right. So, and they say it's only original once, all that sort of story. Yeah. But the good thing about Motor Classica this year is it's the 75th anniversary of Ferrari and it's the 50th anniversary of um, the Ferrari Club of Australia here. So I'm going to give you one more analogy before we go. You can go to the do a tour of the Ferrari factory. Go and see where the engines are being assembled. But if they said to you, would you like to put an engine together with us? Would that be a better experience than just going to see them putting one together? I wouldn't be interested in helping them put it together or uh, well, you know. that's that's actually the heartbeat of the whole car. Yeah, but I You get invited to put a Ferrari engine together. <laughs> 
Hey, that's not <laughs> when you put it like that. That's a little bit and actually make it a, a working engine. So though. that's right. So hey, Mick, you're going to help can, us build this engine. We're going about to drop it in the new Formula One car with a new. And I can sign my name that I was the one that helped build it. Four nine six GDB. You're going to build the engine with us. Yeah, well, that's that's another <laughs> story. I don't know. I anyway, don't know. I think we'll leave it there, Ori. But uh, it's food for thought, Mick. I think you know in what we're saying. Just like there's different tastes and people have got different opinions about things, but certainly if they've got a car that they've made it completely concourse and they just love it, that they can just see it and show it. I sort of understand that, but anyway. Yeah, I get it. Uh, we'll change as we go. Anyway, we're going to leave it there. Like always, you can catch us on uh, mickandori at gmail.com and, of course, our YouTube channel and, and Instagram. But remember, if your car's not a classic... It will be one day. Thank you. Thanks, guys. <laughs>